One year ago, I made 11 crypto predictions for 2023. So in today's video, we're going to review each of those predictions and see how much I got right this year. I mean, just take yourself back to a year ago. The market was so different. We were coming out of the FTX collapse. The the market was tentatively climbing upwards, but there was still a lot of panic. I think macro was a really big talking point and everyone was expecting a, a big correction at some point during the year due to the hiking rates um, and the rate cuts were in the distant future, meaning the environment was just very, very bearish uh, and negative. So I think it would be a super fun video today to go through the predictions for 2023, touch on them, give you a little bit of uh, my insight as to what actually has unfolded this year, and then we can kind of look forward to 2024 and see uh, what kind of trends could eventuate next year. So it's going to be a super fun video. Without further ado, let's get straight into the predictions. The first prediction I made uh, was that ETH dominance hits 23%. I said it hasn't reached these levels since 2018. I don't think the full extent of the merge is priced in. I predict ETH will maintain relative strength versus the market and Bitcoin for 2023 and 2024. Obviously, this video is going to be completely transparent and honest. I got this one wrong. I got this one completely wrong. If you actually look at uh, January 1st, you'll notice that ETH dominance was at 19.3. It now sits close to 17%. ETH has been a a lagging performer, although maybe in March, April, May, my prediction was looking right because ETH dominance was pumping. It went up to 21%. It looked like it was going to hit that 23% target around the time uh, of the Shanghai upgrade. It just ended up falling off a cliff towards the end of the year for various reasons, mainly because the Bitcoin narrative with the spot ETF was just so, so strong. And I mean, no one could really predict that spot ETF happening when it did from the outset. So I can't really blame myself here, but objectively I did get this one wrong. Although I do believe in 2024, Ethereum, although it's being hated right now, is going to make a comeback and perform very strongly. Uh, That's just my opinion. My second prediction was, Bitcoin would hit 30k again at some point. I said, apart from the pre-merge bounce, we haven't had a rally yet. I think this is likely to change in 2023. It might not to say, but a a temporary pump is likely. And I mean... We did get that pump. Um, we got that pump. We kind of had it twice. We had the initial thrust up to 30K, then the pullback, and then this next leg to the upside. And you have to remember, on January 1st, when Bitcoin was 18K and when I was writing this tweet, Bitcoin rallying to 30K seemed super unlikely and super foreign. Not many people would expect Bitcoin to rally to 30K in 2023. But this was a prediction that I was fairly firm on, um, that at some point we would touch 30K again. And that's exactly what ended up happening uh, as soon as April, actually, four months after the tweet. And then of course, now we've smashed through that level and we're trading over 40k. So I don't think at the start of the year, I quite expected how explosive this rally was going to be. I thought maybe it would get to 30, stall out a little bit, correct, and, and maybe we resume an uptrend after that. But I mean, the the power um, of, this, of this rally has been a lot stronger than uh, I think a lot of us expected, which is obviously a great thing. But I'll give myself a tick for number two. So number one, I got wrong. Number two, I think uh, you can assert I got it right, considering Bitcoin did hit 30 and did have a strong rally despite a lot of people thinking that it wouldn't. Number three, I said Bitcoin would bottom in 2023. It's very funny looking back on these predictions just because where the market was at was so different, right? So it's super interesting looking back to where my headspace was um, back exactly a year ago. I said, although I'm expecting relief at some point, Bitcoin will likely see new lows. I think 2023 marks the cycle bottom based on the current trajectory of rate hikes in tandem with an equities pullback. 
Now, this did actually happen, but it didn't happen in 2023. The bottom was the FTX collapse. And in hindsight, that was a really easy bottom to point out. What I thought may happen from the outset in January uh, was we would see that greater pullback um, in Q1 to Q2. That's not what ended up happening. FTX ended up being the local bottom. You have to remember that we did get this big wick uh, down to 19.6K. There was a period here in March where Bitcoin was super bearish and there was a lot of macro fight on it. Around that point, it did look like Bitcoin was going to make that new low, but it didn't quite get down to FTX lows. So this one, technically, uh, I got incorrect, um, although my thinking was right in the sense that we were approaching that stage in the cycle where a bottom was likely. Um, so I guess my thinking was generally right that we would see the cycle low uh, pretty soon uh, regarding when that tweet went out, but I was wrong in terms of exact time frame. It didn't happen in, in 2023. It happened a couple months prior. So I did get that one wrong, uh, but I think the thinking was at least legitimate behind that one. Number four was the S&P 500 hits pre-pandemic levels. This is another one that I got wrong because it, although it did have a major correction, as you can see here, it ended up coming down to actually at one point, um, 3,800. It didn't quite get down to that pre-pandemic level, which was 3,400. So I was 400 points off on the S&P. Um, I think I was expecting equities to react a lot worse to macro conditions than they did. And I think it startled a lot of investors, actually, that the rally to the upside has been so aggressive on the S&P. Now, as a long-term holder um, of equities and, you know, regular investor into the stock market and the crypto market. This has been an amazing thing. So this is one I'm happy to be wrong on. But when we look at the prediction objectively, I did get that one wrong. All right, before we move into number five, six, seven, and I promise you there are some very interesting predictions coming. Uh, I had some kind of uh, curveball predictions, which actually ended up coming right, uh, which I'm excited to share with you, although some of these initial ones have been wrong. Um, I want to quickly give a shout out to one of our official show partners, which is SmartX. If you do want to swap crypto assets across a variety of layer twos and Ethereum as well. You can do so and get the best swap rates using SmartX's hybrid aggregator. So I recommend you do check it out if you're interested in swapping for the lowest rates possible, as well as taking part in their liquidity pools, which are paying some of the highest APRs in crypto. You can earn 30, 40, 50% on your LPs without running uh, the risk of impermanent loss like you would on other AMMs because they've built in a mechanism to actually, in many cases, lead to impermanent gain instead of impermanent loss. So there's a link in the description if you want to check out SmartX. Uh, they've built an amazing platform and is one of the strongest AMMs in crypto. Let's get on with the rest of these predictions. Next prediction, retail interest hits cycle lows. I said the bear market's boring. I think we're going to see retail exit the market and lose stamina. This is exactly what happened. 2023 was brutal in terms of stamina uh, and retail interest. Like, yes, technically the FTX low um, was the low of the market. Like, this was the low of the market. But in terms of general interest, this period here, this August, September, October period where Bitcoin was 25K, it was brutal. And it's funny because you look at the chart and you go, well, crypto shouldn't be performing badly in terms of retail interest in this period, it's had a massive rally. It was. It was awful. Views on videos, like my videos were getting like 7,000 views, 8,000, like below 10K for the first time at my history in, in uploading on Crypto Banter. Um, and, and that's a great retail indicator for interest. And if we look at the Google Trends, we can see this is exactly what happened. October 8th to 14th was the lowest retail interest in crypto, despite Bitcoin being around 25K that we had 
this cycle. So this prediction was right. Retail interest hits cycle lows is correct if you're looking at Google Trends as your analytics or if you're looking at YouTube views as your analytics. And I think these are the two most accurate indicators of retail interest. So it was a really boring year. And I think credit to everyone that's watching this video because you stuck through what was a really, really, really boring period for crypto. Nothing was happening. And now we're on the other side and we're re- um, and we're reaping the fruits of our labor. And we did toil hard during 2023. It was not an easy year. And it took a lot of stamina because, yeah, it was a super boring year. And the thing is, even though Bitcoin was going up, it was really against general sentiment. Everyone was calling lower and lower and lower. Macro is going to get worse and worse and worse. And we're going to see a huge crash. And stock market was correct. And Bitcoin was going to correct. There was a a lot of negative energy around crypto. So the the pumps were kind of defying general sentiment. And there was always this feeling of, oh, no, crypto is just going to come down again. You know, it's just a bear market rally. It's going to come down again. And that's where the kind of disbelief kicked in and actually gave fuel to that explosive rally to the upside because everyone was uh, actually fading that rally. So that's one of the reasons I think it was so explosive. Prediction number six that I made was that ZK roll-ups and ZK EVM would be top performers. I said ZK is one of the most exciting crypto innovations. Out of the top performers list, I expect ZK to feature heavily in the top 20 by the end of 2023. So this one's an interesting prediction because ZK did have a massive, massive, massive rally around the February-March period, which was a couple months after this tweet. In fact, from the time of the tweet, 1st of Jan, I'm looking at Mina Protocol, which is a uh, very synonymous with ZK, pumped 176%. Another one that we can take from the ZK narrative pumped 160%. These were the strongest gainers of Q1. Now, the momentum did not last the entirety of the year. So if you take this prediction on face value, and try and assert, I mean, Mina has had a recovery, so I guess maybe it still is a top performer for the year. But if you try and assert overall throughout the whole year if it's a top performer, I would say I got this prediction wrong, but we did see that really, really, really strong narrative. And for that reason, I'm going to give this a tentative tick. I mean, it's kind of subjective whether you want to give this a tick or um, across. If you're looking at the whole year in entirety, there were better performers. If you're looking at top performers throughout certain points of the year, uh, I was right. So I was right in terms of the trend, maybe wrong in terms of the the longevity of the trend. However, I still think ZK is going to feature quite heavily in the future as it's tech I really believe in and it's tech uh, that I'm investing in and I I think it's really going to help Ethereum scale. So um, I'm still a big believer in ZK tech and I think the rally earlier in the year just gave us signs of what's to come in the future. Maybe not for those specific alts, but definitely for ZK alts in general. Point number seven, L2s continue to grow. This is another really difficult one to quantify and it's Another kind of borderline pass, but I mean, probably a neutral one, considering layer twos throughout the entirety of the year were stagnant. So technically, they did have a slight rally at the start of the year around the whole uh, Shanghai upgrade period, but they're flat, man. I mean, just 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 look at this. Like, it's pretty much flat. There was barely any change in terms of TVL, and there wasn't a huge change in terms of transactions. Now, technically, I was right in the sense that uh, L2s did gain on Ethereum in terms of transactions because you had the base launch with Frentech and you and you had more L2s coming into the market, but it's not really a fair comparison, right? Because there's one Ethereum and new L2s are launching all the time. ZK Sync had a lot of hype. Starknet has a lot of hype. Lots of airdrop farming. So clearly it's going to outpace Ethereum, which is just one protocol. So if you're taking the average, I think it was fairly neutral and TVL was fairly neutral on a percentage basis. On a total aggregate transaction basis, you could say I was correct. But it's kind of a bit of a cheeky prediction because it's pretty much impossible not to be correct when you're, when you're getting L2 dilution. So 
yeah, it's a pass mark, but just like number six, it's kind of neutral. Um, so I'm going to say that's a neutral one. Before we get into predictions 8 through to 11, I want to give a shout out to CoinWeb, who are an official partner of the show. They've built an amazing interoperability protocol, which allows you to deploy cross-chain tokens and cross-chain applications. So interoperability is going to be a big narrative, in my opinion, in 2024 and beyond. It's definitely a narrative I'm on the lookout for. Uh, and if you want to get involved with CoinWeb in any way, what you can do is you can complete their Zealy quest. There's a link in the description to this tweet below. And 10 lucky winners are going to win $250 with an exclusive crypto banter giveaway. So use the link in the description to check out CoinWeb. And you can see here is the Twitter link. All you need to do is click on that, then click on Zealy and do some very basic things like join the Discord, follow them on Twitter, and you can put yourself in a position to win potentially $250. Another thing you can do is if you're holding the C-Web token in your CoinWeb wallet, there is a chance, and I can't confirm nor deny anything, but there is a chance there might be an airdrop on the way for you in the future. So that's another thing you can do if you are bullish on the ecosystem. So link in the description below to CoinWeb to check it out. So number eight, XRP court case comes to an end. This is exactly what happened. I mean, it wasn't exactly the greatest prediction in the world because it was pretty much heading on that timeline that it was going to um, end in, in 2023. And although technically there's some legal stuff still playing out, the major ruling that we got was that the US judge uh, ruled that XRP sales on public crypto exchanges were not offers of securities under the law. This has raised questions about the potential implications for other cryptocurrencies, particularly those previously categorized as securities by the SEC. So number eight was correct. The court case, I mean, at least that phase of the court case did come to an end. There's still some stuff playing out, but they also settled with the founders as well. So that one is pretty much behind us now. Number nine, this is a big prediction. I wish I worded this more boldly. My prediction was soul doesn't die. But what I really should have said was, Sol is going to outperform or Sol is going to shock people um, because it didn't, it not only did it not die, but it absolutely pumped. And this is something I've had conviction in for the last year. And one, I've been buying on major dips. You can see in front of you, I tweeted when I was buying Sol during the Robinhood force selling, I tweeted that the Galaxy selling was being blown out of proportion. I was also buying um, around this period as well. I was also DCAing actually during the FTX collapse. So I was using these periods to DCA into Sol. I was sharing a lot of those on the shows. If you've been watching my show for the last couple of years, you would know I've been a big bull of Sol. I've tweeted about it multiple times. Um... And yeah, this one's been amazing. I mean, what 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 can I even say about Sol? It's been probably my best performing major this year. Technically, I've hit more multiples on some meme coins, things like Pepe, etc. But Sol out of the majors and dollar-wise has been my best performer this year. I think it's been Rand's best performer as well. It's been absolutely amazing. Uh, love Solana, love the community. And this was an emphatic win. Uh, I just wish I worded it a bit better than Sol doesn't die because it, it didn't die. I said the development ecosystem is too strong for that to happen, although there are some concerns um, regarding Alameda, and those concerns were definitely factored into price multiple times throughout the year. It wasn't, of course, until Q4 that we really got that explosive rally. Prediction number 10, I'm going to call this one a loss. I said Matic continues to dominate the uh, biz dev crypto space. I mean, they have announced some major partnerships this year, but probably just not on the same pace as 2022, so it's going to be hard for me to give myself the win for that one. Prediction number 11, which is the last prediction, though, was a massive, massive win for me. Um, because if you look at January 3rd, the price of Coinbase stock was at $30. It's now at $175. 
and this is one that I've been talking about that I was talking about heavily around that time as well as um, being uh, a decent proxy bet for the crypto market and something that I was actively looking at. And yeah, this is completely. I mean, for a stock to do a five x or a six x is absolutely insane. You don't see stocks five to six xing much at all. So uh, this was an incredible play, um, and, and it's actually outperformed Bitcoin. So I mean, that says it all. It's more than double outperformed Bitcoin because Bitcoin's two and a half x and this is um, more than five and a half, almost six x from uh, its prices in January. So I said, as the second biggest crypto exchange by volume with good on-ramps and UI plus US regulation, Coinbase is set to capture upside from increased trading activity. True. That is what happened. Whether that's 2023 or 2024, at some, pay, at some point, it should make a strong recovery. And yeah, it did. Um, it did make a strong recovery. A lot of that happened at the end of this year. So I said 2023, 2024 happened um, towards the end of 2023. And yeah, this this was another emphatic win. So I, I said at the end, I may not get all these predictions right, but I thought it'd be fun to have a go. I'm interested to look back at these in a year and see how they fared. This was super interesting. This is one of the most interesting videos I think I've made because it's very um, interesting looking back at where my headspace, and not just mine, but the market was at the time. It was pretty bearish. And some of these were actually pretty bold predictions at the time. Um, and some of them I got completely wrong, but it's just super interesting to see how things evolve over time. And of course, as new information comes to light, that is when you have opportunities to tweak your thesis. I always believe it's important to be adaptive in the market. The best investors are adaptive. They change their thesis when new information comes to light. And I would say the biggest trigger point uh, this year was the Bitcoin spot ETF. And that clearly changed my thesis on ETH dominance at some point during the year. And that clearly changed my thesis on you know Bitcoin's um, rally. And it also changed the thesis for a bunch of other narratives in the market as well. So obviously in January 1st, when I made these predictions, I, I wasn't sticking to all of them by June 1st. Uh, when, when you have more information in the market, you continue to tweak your thesis and things change over time. But certainly it's interesting looking back on January 1st and looking at these predictions and seeing where my headspace was at. So this was really fun. I'm going to do another thread over the next few days. So definitely keep a lookout for that on my Twitter profile where I go through my 11 predictions or maybe more around 10, um, but maybe I do 11 again, just for consistency's sake, predictions for 2024. I've got a few pretty bold ones I'm going to make. Uh, and then next year, we're going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to look over them and see how accurately I predicted things. So yeah, I got some things extremely wrong. I also got some things extremely right. So a bit of a mixed bag, but overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with some of them. Um, and the ones that mattered, I think, really made the difference. The Coinbase shares made a huge difference. The Sol one made a huge difference. The Bitcoin rally, when a lot of people thought it was going to keep going lower, made a huge difference because otherwise I wouldn't have been comfortable entering the market. And yeah, I just think those made made a big difference. And then there were some things I got wrong, like I was slightly overweight Ethereum this year that I guess did really well in the first half of the year, but but kind of ended up backfiring in the end. And there were a couple other ones in there which which just were kind of neutral, like the L2 thing. Like I, I was, you know, playing the EIP narrative. L2s have performed, but they haven't performed as strongly as Solana and, and some other coins as well. So there's an opportunity cost uh, attached to some of those, which um, impacted my portfolio a bit. But overall, look, happy with the year. Uh, feeling ecstatic now, obviously, with what's happening in the market and super, super proud that I battled through and you guys battled through and, and we're on the other side and really reaping um, the rewards now heading into 2024. And I really hope 2024 is that defining year for a lot of you. I think, look, I've made money in this market, but I'm looking forward to next year as, as a potential year where things go to another level um, for me personally and also for a lot of you watching. I mean, you've worked really hard 
And I think next year, with a bit of luck, we could really see the payoff. And I mean, we're seeing it already, but we could see even further payoff um, for, for our efforts. And, and, I, and I really hope this is the year a lot of you make it. I'm seeing amazing messages from some people getting, you know, huge airdrops that have been following my guides, people getting, you know, huge um, meme coin pumps on Solana and making life-changing money. And honestly, that's awesome because the, the ethos of banter is to build the most profitable community. And when I see things like that, um, it's just amazing that we're actually able to empower and make people's um, lives better. So I do hope 2024 uh, continues to be the same. By the way, on the topic of airdrops, uh, I want to remind you that 20X, who is an official show partner, have the fourth round of their airdrop commencing soon. They're basically a BRC20 inscription protocol, which allows you to trade inscriptions, one of the very first of its kind, and they are doing regular airdrops for people that hold um, ordinal-based tokens in their wallet, like some of the tokens listed below. Their third round has officially closed. However, if you follow them on Twitter, using the link in the description below, we'll link their Twitter account, you can follow them on Twitter for updates because they'll be giving updates based on the latest airdrops as they continue to do them. And this is the primary way for you to get your hands on the 20X token right now. So follow the link in the description to access the airdrops over there. And I will see you in the next video. Merry Christmas to everyone watching this on Christmas. I might upload it on Boxing Day. I'm not quite sure, but Merry Christmas nonetheless, whenever this video does come out. Hope everyone has an amazing holiday, and I'll see you around the New Year period. Have an amazing day. Peace out.